and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and science graduate specialising in genetics, immunology and citizen science, Emma Perfetto, is telling us all about robots and pizza. And I am Dr Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who really loves robots and pizza a whole lot. So I'm very excited today. Emma, robots, pizza. Do we have robots making pizza? Are robots getting good at aesthetically pleasing topping configurations? <laughs> what? Tell me. I'm, you can t- I'm dying. Tell me, Emma, now. It sounds a bit like something from Futurama, doesn't it? I, that, it really does, actually. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Per- yeah, exactly. Okay. Tell us about this Futurama robot pizza maker. <laughs> So we're not really talking about the toppings here because, oh, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure that there are already some machines who are who are doing that in the mass manufacturing process, yeah. just plopping down the, the toppings sure. on top. Um, we're talking specifically at looking at how robots can manipulate soft and squishy objects like dough. Um, okay. for the for the base uh, or dumplings or like bread, I guess, as well. And, you know, what might seem like a really straightforward process to us uh, is actually something that's a huge undertaking for robots and for artificial intelligence because robots find working with deformable objects like dough really difficult for Mm -hmm. a variety of reasons. The shape of it changes continuously, which is apparently really difficult to represent in an equation. Look, as Uh, a mathematician, I'm going to jump in and say mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. I feel like dough would be incredibly difficult to model. So I feel for the robots in this particular arena. I'm glad I have your perspective (laughs) because I haven't done maths for a little while. Um, And there are multiple steps and different tools that are often required to do it. Um, And it's difficult for robots to learn a manipulation task with a lot of sequenced steps because Mm -hmm. there are so many possible choices that you can make. And their learning often occurs through trial and error. Uh, But now a team of U.S. computer scientists spanning several different universities have come up with a different way to teach robots how to manipulate these kinds of objects. They've created a new machine learning framework that uses a two-step learning process. Okay. So, Emma, tell us what is so special about this new framework? Okay, so they've called it DiffSkill, and it could be able to help robots perform complex manipulation tasks over really long time frames. So according to one of the authors on the paper, uh, Yongju Li, who's a graduate student in the Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, uh, this method is sort of closer to how we as humans plan our actions. So we have a higher level planner that sort of roughly tells us what stages there are and some of the intermediate goals we need to achieve along the way, and then we execute them. Um, So diff skill works by first having that higher level planner, the teacher algorithm, solve each step that the robot has to undertake to complete the task. Uh, This is happening within a differential physics simulator, which is a computer simulation that models the physics of the real world. Mm -hmm. Um, This teacher algorithm uses the information in the simulator to learn how the dough has to move at each stage of the process, one at a time, um, and then outputs those trajectories of the dough. Okay, so we've got the teacher algorithm that's learning how to actually solve each step. I'm going to use my powerful skills of deduction, Emma, and guess that if there's a teacher algorithm, does that mean that the next step is a student? 
Yes, exactly. Uh, so this teacher alg algorithm is used to then train a student neural network uh -huh. that learns to imitate these actions and then actually execute them. Um, so a neural ne network, if you haven't heard of that before, it's uh, like a subset of machine learning. Mm -hmm. um, the name and structure is sort of inspired by the human brain because it mimics the way that the biological neurons signal one another. So the student uses two camera images, one showing the dough in its current state and the other showing the dough at the end of the task as inputs to then generate a high-level plan to link the different skills it would need uh, in order to reach the end goal in like the in-between steps between okay. the two. It generates specific short horizon trajectories for each skill and then sends commands directly to the tools in the simulation to undertake those tasks. Okay, so we have like an initial state dough and an end state dough and then what this neural network has learned how to do is to get from A to B essentially. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now here's my big question. This is what I've been waiting for for this entire podcast. From what I can tell, this is all happening inside a computer simulation, Emma. Is that true? Do we have an actual robot that can knead dough yet? No, unfortunately, uh. and it was a little bit, a little bit disappointing that I couldn't show you a cool video of an act of a robot actually making this pizza base in front of you. That's fine. Um, at the moment, it's still in the showing this is possible in a simulation right. phase. Proof of concept. Exactly. But they did test if skill in this simulation with sort of three different dough manipulation tasks. Mm -hmm. In one, the robot used a spatula to lift the dough onto a cutting board and then used a rolling pin to flatten it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Important. Very important first step. Uh, in the other, the robot used a gripper to grab the dough um, from all over the counter and place it on a spatula and then transfer it into a cutting board. Okay. I'm just picturing a robot doing this and this is super cute. I love it. Please I continue. Can't, I can't wait until it's in the real world. I cannot wait. Um, and then in the third task, the robot cuts the pile of mm -hmm. dough in half using a knife and then uses a gripper to transport each of the little pieces to different locations love it beautiful and they actually found that this skill was able to outperform other popular machine learning techniques uh, that rely on uh, the robot learning through trial and error okay that's really interesting so it sounds like it's been quite successful yeah yeah in fact it was the only method that was able to actually successfully complete all three of these tasks um, when they when they tested them Wow. Okay. So this actually sounds like it possibly has big implications for robotics, maybe? Yes. Yes. Maybe not necessarily for actually making pizzas <laughs> in the future. They might kind of aim a little higher than that. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. So it's a really novel way for robots to acquire new skills, um, skills that can be chained together to solve more complex tasks, which are beyond the capabilities of previous robot systems. Mm -hmm. So this research will be presented at the 10th International Conference on Learning Representations, which is a machine learning and artificial intelligence conference held online uh, this month, actually, from the okay. 25th to the 29th of April. Okay, cool. And in the future, the computer scientists behind IFSkill hope to apply this method to more diverse tasks like cloth manipulation. Sure. Which is a deformal object that we have to deal with every day of our lives. But we can't eat. No. <laughs> Maybe in the future. You never know. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Um, and then eventually they hope that this method could potentially be applied in real-world settings where a robot has to manipulate more 
even more complicated deformable objects like sure. you and me. Oh, okay. Well, that's low-key terrifying. I was really on board with this science until then maybe. But, you know, I guess there's, you know, many years in the planning stage before I will be manipulated by a robot. Yeah, yeah. So, for instance, you know, for a caregiving robot sure, um, okay. that would need to, like, feed or bathe or dress someone who's maybe elderly or has motor motor impairments. Okay. Um, so, that- yeah, that's... That maybe maybe it'll be around by the time that you and I are um, old enough of to an need. age that yeah. might we might be needing robots to help us. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for that, Emma, and thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Matilda, one of the hosts of Huh? Science Explained. In this new weekly podcast from Listener and Cosmos magazine, we'll be answering all those weird and wacky questions you never thought you'd know the answer to. Like, how does a rapid antigen test work? Or how does popping candy work? In just 10 minutes, no lab codes required. To listen, search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.